Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 596. For comics coming out on the 20th and 21st of October. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops next week on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Drew, do we have anything from our listeners or anything else happening in the world of comics? Uh, we probably do. Um, but I got a late start, so we're just going to go right into the hot 10. And, we cannot and wait any longer. These, these, these hot comics are just, you know, they're, they're keeping yeah. us too heated up. We just need to jump right in to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. And we're going to look at their hot 10 comics for October 16th, 2020. And Drew, we're going to start at the very beginning of a one that I know you'll love. Amazing Spider-Man, The Sins of Norman Osborn, number one. The John Tyler Christopher variant, limited to 2,500. Maybe. Well, I don't think it's a 1 in 2,500, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. So that's why I say such words. Yes. $125. There was no doubt that once this one went live, that it would be sought after, and the price would be more than the $25 buy-in. There does seem to be a line of too many of these negative variants that might be crossed sometime. Soon. I don't like it. Do you like, you like it? it? You don't like it when the main collar of the character blends in with the back of it and it just becomes hard to see. Um, I I guess I. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like. You it remember the gets... Wolverine one that came out like this too? Uh, barely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think that left an impression either. Yeah, yeah. Good old John Tyler Christopher, not doing it for you. That's uh, is that who does the uh, action figures? Stuff, action yeah. figures. So you think he needs to stick to the action figures? No, this is fu- this is fun. I mean, that's cool. I don't think it should be a whatever it is, twenty five bucks. I don't remember. If, I think yeah. it's probably more than that for us. Yeah. Well, they all seem to be popular. Everyone that hits, so the yeah, next one yeah. Will probably is, has he only done two? No, there's been more. There's been many more. All right. At rank two, we have The Boys, Dear Becky, number one. The Raphael Grassetti variant, limited to 300 9.8s for $375 to $400 just a couple weeks ago. Now over 500 and 650 sales have been reported. Is this cover as close to perfect uh, as Homelander can be depicted? I'm actually shocked at how well the show has done and how amazing it looked. I don't see many of The Boys' keys going down anytime soon. Now this guy's style, this Raphael Grissetti, uh-huh. um, it's got a little Matina, a little art mm-hmm. germ in yeah. it, um, and it really looks three dimensional on the page almost. It's, yeah. it's it's a really well rendered drawing, I think. Yeah, that is peak Homelander. Drew, I know I've got a few of these kicking around uh, at rank three. Justice League number fifty from two thousand and fifteen was fifteen to twenty dollars. Now thirty to forty. Three Jokers. First Jessica Cruz as Green Lantern. The more I think about this book, the better it actually looks. It appears that other people are noticing the same thing, and it's it's selling. So this is part of the Dark Side Wars back in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, you jumped on this. Um, when you found out about the three Joker thing, right? You Correct. jumped on it. You jumped yeah. on it pretty quick, and I think I was like, "Eh." <laughs> so I don't think I have any of it. Oh yeah, I don't think I so. know. I've got, I think three or four. Yeah, yeah. 
And the first Jessica Cruz thing's pretty cool as well. Especially since they're talking about doing some real stuff with her. Yeah. Which makes sense. At rank four, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 13. The Raza variant was 25, now already 60. It looks like this suit will be coming to the Miles PS5 games. Thanks for the heads up from a few people named Van and Sleepy. Also, having the first appearance of his sister is an added bonus. Is it like a baby sister? Or like a long-lost sister? I, I don't remember. I did, I did not read that, so I am I am in the I think, dark on that, my friend. I, I think I did, and I don't remember. <laughs> that's the that's different than the Miles clone, though, right? Yeah, I think so. There you go. At rank five, we have We Live number one, the Dustin Nguyen one and fifteen variant, thirty-five to forty dollars. New this week, another aftershock book that people seem to want. Why are we so drawn to dystopian futures? Drew, you and I have bantied back and forth a million times about how overblown this dystopian future, this, uh, this, you know... Genre within a genre? Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, the same thing with zombies and long lost and pandemics and everything. But we keep going back because we just love them. They're wondering the same thing, but they're buying the same thing as well. Yeah, and this Inaki Miranda artist, if if that's the... If this is, is she did do it, this person, Inaki, it could be man or woman, I don't know. Um, if they're doing the interiors like they're doing the covers, it looks great. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Really nice painted watercolor style. I like it. And uh, it's good to see other people jumping on Aftershock as much as I have been since day one. Yes. At rank six, Justice League 31 from 2014, the combo pack variant. Drew, do you remember these combo packs? Yeah, we, um, we, we never... We never we knew that they were low print runs, but I don't think we would pay we ever wanted to pay the extra dollar for them. No, with the digital copy crap and everything. We probably should have. Two hundred to three hundred dollars raw, eight hundred and fifty dollars for a nine point eight. I guess Green Lantern will be coming to HBO Max and just Cruise is now getting heat. This, like most combo packs, are not easy to find and definitely not easy to find in high grade. Crazy. So we need to find a shop that bought a bunch of combo packs and then shut down and threw them on a long box somewhere. <laughs> That's possible. At rank seven, Batman Three Jokers number one, the second print. So that's where we went to the shark, but the one in twenty five sketch version of said shark puppet. Uh, over fifty dollars. Here we go again with these darn second print instead of variants. Anyways, this one is selling well based on the perceived hard to find moniker of this one. Now. All the combo packs were polybagged, right? Yes. Oh, did they, did they the whole time that they did combo packs were they polybagged or did they phase them out? I'm going to say yes, but I don't completely know. So it would be easy to flip through stuff and find them. Yeah. Polybag, yep. Polybag, nope. Yeah. So you're going to find a bunch of Death of Superman and maybe a couple of these. <laughs> and that uh Power Rangers crap. Yeah. <laughs> at rank 8 we have all new all different Avengers number 9 the Alex Ross 1 in 50 variant was 50 to 60 bucks now $100 anticipation of Nadia having a future in the MCU if we ever actually get to see the MCU again womp womp is pushing heat on this old spec book which features her as the new wasp okay so all new all different Avengers from what year is this do you think not marvel now it's not point one so i can't i'm not real sure yeah i'm not sure either can't read the uh the year on it anyway 
At rank nine, Drew, you went in all in on Walking Dead Deluxe number one, correct? Yes, and number but two. That was before we knew that stores got a gold and silver variants and, and stuff coming in. Walking Dead Deluxe number one, gold one per store variant. Fifty to seventy five dollars. Still shocked that these Walking Dead specials and one shots keep selling. Add in the quote unquote collector aspect of making these one per store variants and they just keep selling. I guess we should be expecting a silver variant in the next couple weeks, right? Why the hate? Why the hate for Walking Dead? Yeah. It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I've got a chance to crack this thing open and read it. Cover to cover. Um, all the back matter. All the, he had Kirkman has an essay in there. He's got excerpts from the cutting room book that he was doing for issue one. Um, it was a hell of a great package of a comic. Uh, it was a great single issue comic. Um, the color was fine. I didn't mind it at all. Um, and he talks about why you know the the colorization and stuff and like the history of it. It's it's really interesting. Well worth the price of admission, I think. Well uh, worth three ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even though I've already read it multiple times in multiple formats, this single issue experience was great. And he reiterates, I'm not going to collect the collar uh, ever. Uh, so the only way you're going to be able to get the colorized Walking Dead supposedly is, is through these single issues. Um, cool. So uh, we'll see. I think he said that before. I don't know. I don't know if he's, been, he's if that's held up, but um, I, I still think this is. I, I still think this is great. Now I, I have heard also. Hate to derail your. You're almost done. I'm sorry, but uh, I've heard Walking Dead is ending with season eleven. I just somehow missed that news. So hmm. the the actual main series is is going to be ending next for for the next season, which is a bummer. Um, but I think it should be able to follow the the arc of the the actual book and and finish up with those same story beats, and I'd be really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you talked about your your desire to read these as they come out one at a time. Yes. Um, again. And uh, we were talking that the first time I read Walking Dead was in a hurry up and read the damn thing and catch up to issue 100. So I, you know, all these yeah. beginning ones, I in no way, shape, or form took my time and really enjoyed. I straight up plowed through two omnibuses. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that first volume, because I read them in the uh, the six issue trades mm-hmm. um, until I caught up. And it was... Yeah, I mean the first dish, the first trade, I really kind of like was devouring, you know, kind of at a leisurely pace, and then man, I was just like, oh, I gotta have them all now, I gotta read them all, yeah. and, and then I do think, yeah, I might have got the uh, the second compendium to catch up or whatever, um, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, you're right, you, you're blowing through there trying to find to get through it, so you're not really consuming it as great as you could have probably, mm-hmm. um, so. Therefore, I was able to linger a little bit more on this reissue, and um, you know, Kirkman doesn't need our money, but I think he deserves a, it. I think it's a great package, and I really enjoyed the process stuff in the back, and I really enjoyed his essay, and I really enjoyed the colorized version, and um, I really like Walking Dead. So um, it was great. It was great. 
be on the lookout for Drew's letter to Robert Kirkman, hopefully in another few where he I wonder if he'll do talks about how wonderful he thought it was. <laughs> there's, there's not going to be much room for letters in yeah. the the new stuff, but maybe. There you go. Anyways, gold one per store. Um, if you're a big deadhead or whatnot, uh, talk to your store, see if they have that gold sitting around. Yeah. Um, they're heating up and ask about the uh, silver that seems to be in the crystal ball as well. I uh, I think 50 bucks is uh, worth it. Yeah, there you go. At rank 10, we have Darth Vader number 6 from 2020. $10 to $15 first appearance of Sith Assassin. Such an awesome cover. And then add in a Star Wars first appearance. That's definitely winning. So, that's pretty cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, hot off the press, uh, Eric. Do you want to do the honorable mentions? Oh, I did, I'm sorry. I missed that. Go ahead. A couple honorable mentions they pull up here just for fun. Grim Fairy Tale, Grim Tales of Terror 2014, number two. Um, Grim books have made the list before. This one it being over $50. This one was definitely surprising, but there just doesn't seem to be very many of them out there. So, kind of cheesecakey, grim tales of terror from 2014, number two. There's a Michael Dooley variant that he was talking about. And in some of the blasts from the past and the fun older comics um, catching fire, Flaming Love, number four. Huh. This exact book sold last year for $600. It sold this week for 810 just because a golden book has a photo cover does not mean it's collectible. Man, does she look mad. Nice. <laughs> you just never know what people are going to gravitate yeah. towards. Now can we go to the FOC, Kyle? Absolutely. Of course, the FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last chance to add some things that we may not have added on our order. Perhaps we're seeing some art for the last time. We're trying to catch up on a book that we... Uh, didn't think we'd like and now we want to make sure we catch the next ones or perhaps we're just modifying some things about our order of course we get our custom foc from our friends at cowbunker comics every friday evening and we go through it for you to see if we can find anything that we think you guys will need um if you are an lcs that doesn't do an foc or you don't get a list from them for foc uh reach out to our good friend eric cowbunker comics because he gives us this amazing curated list every weekend that we go through where our dc books are due at six o'clock on sunday and the rest do at six o'clock on monday to update our orders to make sure we never miss out and have to comb through eBay to find the books that we missed out on. So, Drew, there's a few things on the FOC that uh, Eric likes to pull to the top and say, Hey, did you see this? The first thing he's talking about here is Dark Knight's Death Metal Infinite Hours Extreme. That's right, with three X's, one shot from DC. <laughs> and that is a crazy, almost 90s-esque cover. Yes. Abs and skulls and skulls and abs. Um, we also have, of course, Punchline Special Number One, the one shot with the cover A by Yasmin Putri. Um, so if you're enjoying Punchline, um, we get a whole lot more of her in her own one shot here. How about the Joker War? Have you heard anything about the Joker War and how was it? I've heard it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I, I skipped it, so um, I was wondering if it was any good. Yeah. I didn't follow it around. It 
so I didn't I didn't go after it. But I was told after just a couple that it wasn't worth necessarily doing. Ah. Hellboy and the BPRD Seven Wives Clubs cover A. Uh, Adam Hughes cover A on Hellboy. That's pretty cool. And Spawn 309 going to a third print with our good uh what the heck is this, this, this Gun, name? Gunslinger Gunsl- Spawn. Thank Gunslinger you. Gunslinger Spawn, yes. Completely blanked on that one. Amazing Spider-Man 52. Uh, Marcelo Ferrari doing the cover on that one. And Taskmaster number one from Marvel. That's pretty cool. Taskmaster getting his own five-issue miniseries there. And a really yeah. cool Taskmaster cover there. It does look good, and I am interested in that one for sure. There you go. But, Drew, let's see if you and I can find anything else in FOC that we have got to make sure we add to our order. Let's start with some DC books. Um, not a lot in here. Uh, I am, like, I, I do have to pay a little bit of more of attention to this Dark Knight's death metal stuff because, mm-hmm. uh, from what I understand, um, DC is doing a, an event uh, January, February, that is future, future shock or something. I don't remember what now. I've already forgotten. Um, but it's it's all future versions of all the characters. So the, so like all the all the regular books are stopping, and for two months they're doing a like a convergence event. Let's that's a bad example. Ooh, uh, <laughs> but a two month event that's hopefully way better than a convergence. Um, but they're like reimagining all the characters and doing future versions of them. And there's an issue of like the last issue of death metal, I think, um, is the one that like springboards into it. So I I do, I'm kind of interested in this, uh, to see who, who becomes Batman, uh, because, Mm -hmm. because I guess they're going to kill Batman and this will be the, the the replacement um so it it'll be fun to see who that who they are and i want to get the springboard issue that a may have first appearances of these guys and b will tell me what the hell's going on and which ones i should get and which ones i should skip and then but then it's like the whole line so the whole line is going to basically reboot for two months uh all new characters will will any of them stick will they all go away and revert completely back to the way the status quo i don't know yeah but it sounds better than convergence was <laughs> and so I, I i don't know if it's quite a new 52 flashpoint type of thing but uh if it's going to be that well executed, I don't know. But it, I, I am I'm in, very in, interested. Mm, very yeah. cool. Just to see, you know, I want to see who they, who becomes Nightwing. I want to see who becomes, um, uh, Red Hood and all that. I think that that'll be really interesting, and um, and see if there's still an injustice and deceased going on at that point. I don't know okay. if they'll stop. If they'll stop those. So not necessarily these Dark Knight medals, but future Dark Knight. I, medals. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's this one, extreme one shot. I don't think. Um, I'm pretty sure it's one coming up like in December. 
Rorschach number two, Peach Momoko variant. Of course, Punchline special number one having four covers the Yasmin Putri we talked about earlier. Um, a Frank Cho, which Frank Cho is getting a little formulaic with his Harley Quinn and it's bleeding over to everything else he does. I've been disappointed with Cho lately in his covers. He's phoning it in. I think so. Uh, there's a DC through the 80s, the end of era hardcover. It looks pretty interesting. You know, it focuses on 80s DC comics. You know, you can get it if you if you pre-order it now. You can get it for 25 bucks. Um, it looks looks pretty interesting. You should check that out for sure. Drew, you talked about the first volume of the Super Friends Saturday Morning Comics hardcover. We have volume two coming out here available as well. Yeah. And I was curious if it held up. Because, um, you know, I was like, give me my Lucky Charm cereal and plop down in front of the Super Friends on a Saturday morning. I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think it was real Lucky Charms. It was like whatever the generic version. Oh yeah, <laughs> Lucky Farms. Yeah, <laughs> Magic Rock cereal. <laughs> Wonder Woman t- or seven sixty six. Uh, Joshua Middleton cardstock is a really nice looking cover. Yeah, he's doing some good work, man. Yeah. And here's Tales from the Dark Multiverse Flashpoint number one. That's not it, is it? I really should do research. Nope, that's something else entirely. Hmm. Cool cover, though, on that. It is a cool cover, yeah. Yeah, they're killing off Barry Allen. That's awesome. All right, down see what we got in some Dark Horse. Nothing I really care about. Oh well, there is one I do. Uh, Resident Alien, your ride, your ride is here. Uh, this might, could this be the last one? Like, are we, or are these going to go on forever? I don't know. Um, but this will be another f- four issue, probably three or four issue. Um, it used to be like a zero issue first. Sometimes it was a zero issue first, and sometimes it was a one first, just a number one. Um, this is the alien that people can't see as an alien he pretends to be a doctor um and he's kind of getting hunted down now there's some like fbi people that are coming and trying to find him so we'll see what happens um in this this issue or this volume uh but like every every year there's we get a we get four issues of this and um it's really fun i really like it a lot um uh, but this is gerard way doing it which Mm -hmm. is new I don't. That can't be right because it's a Peter Hogan book. No, I was gonna say Gerard wears some of the fabulous, fabulous Killjoys. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think I think previews has their page wrong. Um, this definitely Peter Hogan that's written every one of these. So um, yeah, I'll be ex- I'm excited to see this. But again, even though it's number one, this is an existing property, so no spec value most likely. This is fun, not profit. Yes. Now, I wonder if we can get the Eastman cover for TMNT ongoing 111. No. <laughs> Doggone it. Yeah, 
Marvel. This this IDW prevents Marvel action chillers. Number one, we got some uh, Lion or Ironheart in that one. So sometimes those books move around a little bit. Yeah. Now Jody Yashimi. Jody Yashijimi. Jody Yashijima is doing the the cover for uh, TMNT 111. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got a Scotty Young baby turtles uh, in a dollhouse. Oh, that's kind of rad, yeah. It's really kind of nice. Um, it's, it's a unique take I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Sometimes these uh, turtles covers catch fire. There you go. Uh, so you might want to take a look at that one. That is pretty cool. If we got Mikey on the roof, Raph in the basement, Jenica, Leo dying. Huh, pretty cool. As we look at image, um, got the 28th issue of Oblivion Song. I'm guessing we're really close to the end. I'm guessing it must be ending at 30. Maybe. But I, I get, like, I get his some of his books confused. Some of them are ending or have ended, and some are still going. So you, you never know. There you go. So we have a second print of Spawn 308, which I believe is a new cover. I do not recognize that one, so that may be something to snag up. And, of course, 309 going to a third print with our Gunslinger Spawn on that cover as well. And 310 going to a second print. Um, that's more of the same from our, mm-hmm. I will call Ninja Spawn, but I know that's not right. And then as we slide into Marvel, uh, we get a we get a Varegi cover for for Amazing Spider-Man Fifty Two. Who does that stylized? Um, I don't know pop art, I guess mm-hmm. type of style. Um, and I, I I dig it. And I oh yeah, prob- that's the one that's almost like an Indian tapestry. Yeah, I probably should have I probably should have jumped on these, and I didn't, and now it's too late. We've gone directly from uh, the Icons variants or whatever it was that we missed out on to the Nyak Headshot variants. Who's doing that? Uh, Nyak. N-A-U-C-K. Todd Nock. Oh, okay. And what, are they, what does it look like? It looks like a headshot. Oh, I see. I don't like those as well. <laughs> the Varegi is very nice. But I wonder if it'll. I wonder if they'll appeal to like the, you know, classic cartooning fan. You know, I don't know. They might. They might not. What is this Marvel Voices number one new printing? Is that anything we care about? No, I don't know. Marvel's Voices reveals the world outside your window with a super-powered new printing featuring stories from some of the world's biggest stars from all walks of entertainment. This is the world outside your window, and I can't miss issue. 
I have no idea. I missed it. Yeah, I did not read up on exactly what that'd be. The Taskmaster is tempting. Oh, there's your uh, Beta Ray Bill cover. Hey! For a buck. That is an awesome cover. Old school Black Panther. That is your, your classic Simonson cover. Very nice. Now, they, I don't know if they've done um, facsimiles of those. I'd rather have facsimiles. Yeah. Is Drew's way of saying I'd rather pay four dollars for this. Well, I don't know. The facsimiles are just really nice. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I guess if they like the true believers didn't have the true believers tag all over it, diminishes a little bit. I think. There you go. Um, we also we passed up Darth Vader number seven up there. Of course, number six we talked about the Sith assassin in this one, so we have more Sith assassin uh, and maybe even some more secrets and maybe even the identity of the Sith assassin. So we may want to keep an eye on these. Did the last one heat up? It did, didn't it? Yeah. I like that uh, Empire variant. Mm -hmm. It looks really good. A lot of bounty hunters on there. Um, People will like that one. Always sells well with Bubba on the cover. Your boy. Yep. Bosk. Dengar. IG-88. Boba. Yeah, I'd definitely rather have that. The cover A is terrible. <laughs> the only thing after Marvel is we have the second issue of American Road Ronin from artists, writers, and artisans. And I believe that's the one that uh, was shorted. The first mm. issue was shorted. Um, so there's allocations. So you may or may not get it if you ordered it. Um, so that makes uh, make sure you pay attention to that second printing and check with your LCS to make sure you're going to get one. Because I believe they had to allocate uh, some of those. There you go. Which always sucks, because we got screwed out of, um, what was that Peach Momoko and Wraparound video game cover? Yeah, that was the, the first uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bummer. For Boom, we have Dune House Atriatus. Atriatus. Going to a second print. We also have the second trade paperback for Once in Future. And your Power Rangers that you love so much. And we're taking another bite at the Power Rangers Apple. Two new series, two new teams. The Unlimited Power Era begins here. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> Seven Secrets is up to issue four. I think I only read the first one, and that's blasphemy for a Tom Taylor book. I should be on that. With Jenny Frizen having a variant on four. It's awesome. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, one going to a fourth print, three going to a second print. 
something is killing children. Nine going to be second print. And the third issue of We Only Find Them When They're Dead, um, which is doing quite well. And it's very hot. Another Nancy Drew, uh, number six, is out. Mm -hmm. Which I really enjoy that book. Uh, Mistatonic. That's an aftershock book. And that's, is that Jeremy Hahn? Yep. He's just doing the cover. Yeah. So it's a, it's a mystery. Ooh, that's all From me. The writer of God Killers. I like the Jeremy Hahn cover. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I missed this somehow. How did I, how do we miss this through? How was this not, this was on FOC, right? Well, it had to have been. Mm hmm. This how is FOC. I, oh, yeah, this is FOC. Jesus. I gotta stop drinking. No more day drinking. <laughs> there you go. This I was talking about uh, a couple weeks ago here from Titan Comics Horizon Zero Dawn 1 through 4 Peach Momoko Pack, which gives you the issues 1, 2, 3, and 4, plus an exclusive Virgin variant cover only available within this pack. And if you order ahead of time, you can get it for uh, under 20 bucks. It says 1 through 4, it doesn't say the fifth one. It literally does. Where? Collect the stunning artwork of a fan favorite artist, Peach Momoko, plus an exclusive Virgin variant cover only available with this pack. That's saying it's an extra one. Correct. And th is that the cover right there? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because hmm. it's showing the other four there. Yep. So you're basically playing cover price for them. Four bucks a piece. Yep. They were all independently orderable, right? Correct. Except for the one that's available only with this pack. So you doing this? Yeah, I ordered it already when uh, previews came through. Oh, you ordered it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I mean, I just cut back my uh, my the 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 extra one I wanted on the back end of the other ones. The time I saw this, and just decided I'd get them through the bundle. It is, yeah. It's it's interesting. I, I really like the, the throw-in that they give you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Lots of good stuff, man. Yeah, of course, this is our FOC. Not everybody does the FOC, but if your LCS does, make sure you get on it and make sure you uh, catch this train and get the things you need to get and make the changes you need to get and don't miss out on some of the cool stuff. Um, and if you don't, reach out and go ahead and get yourself on this list. Uh, it's time to slide over to our good folks at Cover Price. And uh, do you want to do the top 10 or the bottom 10? You bro? start us off today, sir. All right. Well, let's um, take a look at number one, which is Batman 100. And it is the Jorge Jimenez 1 in 25. Uh, this is a design variant. And this uh, sold 56 copies already and had a high of nearly $70 for a raw. Um, and. Um, it's, but it's it's averaging around 45. Still pretty good for a 1 in 25, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. Number two, Black Panther Annual number one from 2008. 
Um, this is the first appearance of Shuri as the Black Panther, predating Black Panther number one from 2009. So it's starting to pick up um, steam now and uh, sold uh, had a high sale of 84 bucks for a raw copy. Um, Thor number eight from 2015. Uh, Yahoo had a recent interview with Natalie Portman. And when asked about her role as Thor, she reveals that it will include Jane Foster's fight against cancer. In this issue, the mysterious identity of the new female Thor was revealed to be Jane Foster, Jane Foster, and that she's dying. It sold 18 copies and had a high sale of 115 bucks. Um, yeah, this was a great. Yeah, this was a great, great, a great run, um, yeah. and I really, really liked it. I think that was like the last Aaron run, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we go to number four, Strange Academy, number one. Uh, sold 31 copies and had a high sale of 202 bucks for a CDC 9.8. Uh, Department of Truth, number one, the Oswald Secret Variant. Uh, this is um, the Secret Variant featuring Lee Harvey Oswald on the cover. Okay. And I guess if I read this, I will know what that means. <laughs> uh, sold 24 copies and had a high sale of 20 bucks for a raw. That's pretty cool. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 300, the first Venom, incredibly hot, and his first full appearance sold 18 copies this week, and had a high sale of $2,500 for a 9.8. Black number one continues to sell um, from Black Mass in 2016. Another 19 copies sold, had a high sale of 40 bucks for a raw. Ultimate Fallout 4, the first Miles, uh, sold for a thousand bucks for a CGC 9.8. Um, 21 copies sold. Uh, the Strange Talent of Luther Strode. Hey. That's an image book from 2011. That was right when Kyle and I were coming in. We remember this one. I yeah, bought some of these. Yeah, uh, yeah. We were all in. We, I think we were all in on image back then. Mm -hmm. um, another site suggests there's a potential content in this works for this title. It's completely unconfirmed. Yet the, these still cost 13 copies to move. Uh, had a high sale of. Thirty dollars for no twenty seven ninety nine shouldn't round up that far for a raw copy, <laughs> and then we go rounding out the top ten. Strange Academy number one, the Campbell variant. Uh, Strange Academy continues to sell well. Uh, sold twelve more copies at a high sale of one hundred and thirty bucks for a CGC nine eight for a book that came out months ago. There you go, and in our. Runners up for cover prize. We uh, see you at rank 11. Champions number one, the Peach Momoko 1 in 50 variant. While Momoko is a tad oversaturated in the market, her core Marvel covers are still in high demand. This variant, which is reminiscent of her Marvel Rising variant, sold 14 copies, 145 for a raw of 1 in 50. At rank 12, we have the Amazing Fantasy number one. Uh, there is speculation that Arana will be the Spider Woman in Olivia Wilde's Sony film. So that has pushed the market on that one. A CGC 9.8 going for almost 600 bucks. At 13, Savage She-Hulk she number one from 1980. Uh, recent casting of Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters on She-Hulk. Pushed these up again. A CGC 9.8 going for $610. She has since denied that she has been cast as She-Hulk. Um... I don't know if that is something that you do because your agent tells you that you haven't signed the contract yet uh, and you can't say that you're in anything. Um, <laughs> but she she has denied it. Gotcha. I read 14 Miss Marvel number 12 from 2016. Prior to actress Imani 
Vanali's casting as Miss Marvel, casting rumors were already circulating of Red Dagger joining the Disney Plus series. This first appearance in this issue sold 10 copies, uh, raising to a 9.4, moving for $60. At rank 15, we have Alpha Flight number one from 1983. The first solo series of Alpha Flight also holds the first appearance of characters like Mara, uh, Marina, Puck, and Tundra. This is fueled by speculation that Alpha Flight might appear before the X-Men in a Disney Plus show. Very, very, very unconfirmed. CGC 9.8 hitting a high sale of $145. So, so many of these out there. So uh, yeah. this was a well-collected series uh, with a, a big print run. Um, so if they start mining this for first appearances and story arc points and things like that, um, look, people are going to be coming out of the woodwork because everybody's got this. There you go. At rank 16, Something is Killing the Children, number one. This is the hottest independent series out right now. The first issue continues to increase in price. Little by little, $310 for CGC 9.8. What? Rank... <laughs> you got rid of yours, didn't you? No, I still got it, but I... I don't have a CGC. Yeah. At rank 17, Moon Knight, number one from 1980. The first solo series of Moon Knight has been a constant seller ever since the Moon Knight Disney Plus announcement back at CDC, or uh, San Diego Comic Con 2019. A CGC 9.8, selling for upwards of $365. Just slightly more than Something is Killing Children, which came out three months ago. Three months ago, absolutely. Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 252, the first appearance tied with Marvel Team Up 141, of the Black Symbiote is a key issue in a classic cover that pays homage to Amazing Fantasy 15. With Venom Heat, this is now picking up a little bit in price, moving 11 copies, $230 for a CGC 9.6, and a few days later, a 9.8 going for 8 $190. Thor number five from just not too long ago. Of course, the first appearance of Black Winter continues to linger in our top 10. Sales are pretty steady right now, moving 15 additional copies. CGC 9.8 going for $115. And we've talked about it a little bit, but the Department of Truth, number one, the 1 in 25 Inhyuk Lee variant. While the 1 in 100 is the hottest variant for this new release, it's still a steady. Uh, Seller at this $25 ratio, uh, moving 10 copies with around 25 bucks for raw. <laughs> One at 25, uh, selling for 25 bucks. Uh, okay, who to thunk it? Yeah, all right, Drew. Now, for the reason that everybody's come and join us, we're going to go through our sneak peeks at next week the things that we think are coming out in your local comic book shops this coming week that you just have to make sure you get place in a little short box and uh, keep until they heat up. We're going to go to our good friends at ucscomicdistributors.com slash new releases to see what's coming out next Tuesday. Grifter cover for Batman 101. Grifter? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, we've got a Sean Murphy uh, Harley Quinn launch. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's a pretty cool... I mean, Sean Murphy's done... When he does these little... Uh, little series he seems to do a very good job so i'm quite looking forward to this yeah i mean it's going to be that version the white knight of, series is what i'm saying yeah yeah i enjoy i enjoy that version um and i can see it fitting in continuity somewhere down the line 
Yeah, it's very off-continuity stuff. So in this one, the Joker is dead. Bruce Wayne is behind bars, and Gotham City is just starting to redefine itself without Batman. As Harley Quinn struggles to adjust to her new life as the mother of Jack Napier's twins, an elusive mastermind called The Producer seizes the moment to assemble a new crew of villains, starting with the starlet a serial killer who murders Gotham's Golden Age film stars in homage to their silver screen roles. So it looks like we may also have some First appearances of some, uh, some uh, Sean Murphy created yeah. uh, villains here as well. So you might want to jump on that. We also have a really cool looking, quote unquote, blank variant, which they're not really blank anymore, with a nice little uh, pink cotton candy cover. Very cool looking cover there. And we've got uh, Catwoman. I've kind of speculated, wonder why Joelle Jones is not on this book. Well, she's going to be part of that two-month event where she'll be reimagining i'm assuming catwoman maybe some mm-hmm. other characters um so that's why she's been that's why she's been busy but she is still doing the cover for cover a yeah so she's still dipping her toe back in there dark knight's death metal robin king number one of course robin king was a big character when he came out a few months ago and a nice looking book here And then, uh, I guess Justice League's tied into that? Yes. Into Dark Knight's Death Metal, yes. Interesting. The penultimate issue of Metal Men, 11 of 12 there. Dan Didio, still kicking. Yeah. Let him finish his run. More not great Nightwing covers. <laughs> great to see. And Peach Momoko doing the cover B to Teen Titans number 46. Thanks, that's a really good cover. Really like that. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, get that. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That would, be, that would have been worth an extra buck. There you go. Anything else in DC, sir? No. Heading over to our previous World of New Releases. The 15th issue of Black Magic. Well, these are coming out regularly again. It's good good to have it back. Of course, here we have Scumbag number one, the big thing. Rick Remender writing this one. Um, Jazz Apple Armageddon Part 1, The Fate of the World Rests in the Hands of the Worst Person on Earth. New ongoing series from the writer of Deadly Class. Rick Remender launches an all-new comedy espionage series the scumbag the story of ernie ray clementine a a profane illiterate drug addicted biker with a fifth grade education he's the only thing standing between us and total armageddon because this dummy accidentally received a power imbuing serum making him the world's most powerful super spy Uh, i can do that yeah, the first the first uh, preview pages I read were great. I really really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm I'm on I'm in board for this for sure. And this seems like something that will immediately become a series. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so even though we think it'll be very popular and quite heavily ordered, uh, make sure you don't miss out. Get yourself one. Stillwater number two by Zadarsky and Perez. Chip Zdysky, Mark Spicer with a Raymond Perez cover. Daniel West has returned to Stillwater, but his homecoming is anything but happy. 
What secret is the town hiding from the outside world? And can Daniel save his mother from meeting her fate within the park? It's a cool looking cover. Yeah, definitely. I can't remember. I didn't read the first one, but I'm seeing that reminds me that I need to seek it out. Down into Dark Horse, we have, of course, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Song of Glory number one. Uh, that is the Ubisoft title coming up here in the next six to seven weeks. Uh, on the video game consoles, a more Viking take on the Assassin's Creed franchise. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Down in IDW, we have the uh, TMNT uh, Eastman cover that is uh, really great. Uh, it's, it's a really good one. And Bebop, uh, Rocksteady, and one that is, I can't remember the name of. Well, you're going to lose your lose your TMNT card, man. I know, I'm not doing as good as I can. I like the cover I better than the friggin' Eastman, though. Sorry, guys. You do? Yeah. I allow it. Well, see, that's that uh, Nishijima. She does good work. Yep, 100%. Down under Marvel? Or he. (laughs) I gotta find out if it's a guy or a girl. It's a guy. Uh, the Nightcrawler Alex Ross Timeless variant for Excalibur 13. Black Bolt also getting a nice Timeless variant here. Yeah, who didn't get one? I know, that's why I'm going through these just kind of <laughs> salt in the wound. All new mm. Maestro, that's cool. Immortal Hulk 35 going to a third print. Nice. Yeah, I don't care anything about any of these Spider Woman covers. I'm not a bad person. Maybe. Yeah. Even the Scotty Young? They're all awful. Wow. Yeah, Scotty Young's not bad, actually. I like the art germ. You, like, ju- yeah. you said you weren't really interested in this Werewolf by Night series, even though the latter one spawned your boy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll check it out for sure. But, um, yeah, I don't. X Men 13 sporting another one of our Fortnite variants. It's our uh, Midas. I remember my son rambling on and on about Midas, and there he is on the cover of that Fortnite variant. Does he has he dipped in taking your credit card and bought skins and things? He ran to me and threw eight dollars cash in my face the other day and said, "I need V bucks for a pickaxe." <laughs> and I said, "Really? <laughs> can't you can't you find a pickaxe? Yeah. So you have you have to buy them. You can, but this one is apparently one of the more rare pickaxes and hasn't been offered since season two. I don't know. That's what he said." And being the horrible father that I am, said, sure, why not? Give me that eight weird ratty dollars cash that you probably took from my pocket. That was uh, fresh out of a birthday card. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> As he rips teeth out of his uh, out of his head for the, the tooth fairy to gain a little bit more money. Oh, my goodness. 
You've created a monster. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Where are we at? Down into dynamite. We're down in the dynamite. Okay. Yeah, now we're in the boom. <laughs> yeah. We have an eleventh issue of something is killing children. And uh just they seem to just keep selling well, so yeah. this Dune series has a really cool Dan Mora cover. I like Dan, the Dan Mora covers. Is this the um film that has been shelved multiple times and remastered and recut is yeah, that what this is about I, I don't know said in the years leading up to hugo and nebula's award-winning dune which inspired the upcoming feature film from legendary pictures dune house of atreides transports readers to the far future of the desert planet arrakis where pardo keenness <laughs> seeks his <laughs> secrets blah, blah, blah. We, so, yeah, we don't care that much yeah, yeah. i'm i'm uh, these aren't real names and real people, uh, so uh, I you know I don't I don't remember Dune. I think I read it that when I was younger. That trailer looks friggin' awesome though. Oh, does it? Yeah. Something is killing children. Nice little three covers here for issue eleven. Fourth printing on We Only Find Them When They're Dead, number one. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Makes me happy. And down into our smaller publishers. We have Electric Black Presents uh, from Scout Comics. This is part of their Black Caravan imprint, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a series focusing on some of the sinister residents of Electric Black. So... Uh, I don't think I know what's going on here. I don't think I was part of this, so I, I, I must have set this out or missed it or whatever, but it's interesting. Yeah. We have traditionally not done well with Red 5 comics, have we? I don't know. What's their, is it Phantom Starkiller? Is that their name? Butcher one? Queen, Planet of the Dead, number one. When a young boy discovers a never-before-seen life form, Sid Kioa and her team of misfits must unravel its connection to a series of global attacks from another dimension. Interesting. Uh, Black Caravan uh, imprint, also from the from Scout, is uh, Phantom Star Killer number one, um, and this uh, is a new imprint that I didn't. Yeah, it was on my 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 radar. This is a, like a cosmic story. Uh, I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure about it. So I'm about to check into that and dig into that new imprint and see what their what their deal is. King Tank Girl number one from Albatross Funny Books, Alan Martin. So Tank Girl co-creator Alan Martin returns with brilliant artist. But Parsons to bring the all-new adventures of the classic character to Albatross Funny Books. Turning the clock back to the early years, King Tank Girl offers up a veritable banquet of brand new stories. Tank Girl and the gang head to the beach for Barney Don't Surf. They explore the expensive world of well-being and Tank Girl is crowned King of England and all that before tea time. So I don't know if Tank Girl... 
is that sought after or cared about but um, if you do enjoy or did enjoy tank girl uh, it's on a go. new yeah it's on a smaller imprint and uh, eric powell doing the cover b yeah and i think the only it was only eric powell books mm -hmm. is the only thing coming out of albatross for a while so that's it's interesting From Behemoth Comics, we have ne Necromorphus number one. Cover B is an homage variant. I don't even know what it's homaging. The homage variant includes series original artists from Ninja King. Yeah, so that's just a, a pickup of uh, something that came out a few weeks ago, I'm guessing. Yeah. Zenoscope there. Wow, not a ton here, Drew. No, so not a ton. Not a ton. We got to try to find something good in this pile of releases for this week. This is stuff. why it's good to go first. Yeah. So, <laughs> Drew, what is your pick of the week? Uh, it's Scumbag Number One you, from Image. How dare it's, you? It's it's a slam dunk because uh, I don't think I had anything else even close. So yeah, it's definitely. Definitely scumbag for me. Not a ton coming out this one. Um, my. You know what my runner-up would have been, though, is probably that Harley Quinn. That White Knight Harley Quinn. Yeah, those have been very good. Don't think we're going to do too much with uh, any of the True Believers covers. Curious about now. Well, let's go ahead and go with this Dune book. Maybe some tie into the movie. True. And the sci-fi uh, crowd might yeah s look it out, look for it. That's that's a good might idea. Some people really gone. Of course. What was the publisher? Dan. Let's go with uh, that is Boom. Boom. Let's go with Dan Mora cover B. Nice. Yeah, good pull. I like that. So there are some definite good books out here. It's just a matter of if we can find something to make some money off. But those are definitely things that I know I'll be reading one way or the other in Scumbag and Dune. So if you find some, if you found some things in this week that you think are things that we need to have and need to know about, um, write in and be part of the show. Find us on our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, any of that stuff. Uh, be part of the podcast. Tell us what you're making money on or if there's something highly anticipated this week that we just didn't talk about enough or we're missing a first appearance or maybe we just haven't done the homework to find out that something really cool is coming out. Uh, let us know. Be part of the podcast. We really appreciate it. We thank you so much for joining us. For Drew and for myself, see you. <laughs>